Have you ever felt left out or excluded? When you have felt this kind of sadness, you know the joy of being truly welcomed. When Tom and I first got engaged, I was living in Essex and Tom was living in Guernsey. I was due to start training as a teacher just after we got married, so we had to move near to Chichester University. But the only problem was is we didn't know anyone. We attended Big Church Day Out that year and we were introduced to Tim and Becca by mutual friends who knew we were moving nearby. I remember coming away from meeting them feeling so welcomed. They were excited about us moving to the area, encouraging about our relationship and they extended an invitation to Aaron Church. When we did eventually get married and moved here, our plan was to try out a few different churches and then make a decision on which we'd join and put down roots. We came along for our first Sunday and we were introduced to so many people our age and, and other people and we were even invited out for lunch that day. We felt so welcomed and invited that we never even visited any other churches. We're going to look at an amazing story of welcome from the Bible of Jesus being recognised and welcomed as the saviour of the world and him welcoming us to join his journey. Today is Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter, marking the start of Holy Week, which celebrates and remembers Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. John chapter 12 says this, The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. As it is written, do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. During the Jewish festival of Passover, Jews would have come from all around Israel to Jerusalem and the town would have increased from 40,000 people to about 240,000 people. It was an exciting and bustling place to be. Jesus chose this time when all of Israel would be gathered in Jerusalem, when huge crowds could see him to proclaim his mission and to announce that he was the Messiah, the saviour of the world. We know from some of the other gospel accounts that Jesus and his disciples travelled through Bethpage on their way to Jerusalem and it was here that he found a donkey and her colt. He sent two of his friends to collect the colt for him to ride on. It's believed this could have been prearranged by Jesus. He'd already had a conversation with the owner about borrowing his unbroken colt to journey into Jerusalem. A donkey is a symbol of peace, whereas a horse is a sign of war. An unbroken colt hasn't yet had its load decided. This donkey's very destiny was to carry a king. What a job! Jesus knew he was entering Jerusalem to be welcomed as a king. He was the one being welcomed. People were there to praise him for being the fulfilment of scripture, the one who was going to save the world. But here's Jesus welcoming someone else, the donkey owner, inviting someone else to be a part of the journey. Jesus invites them to journey with him. In his request for the cult, he says, come with me, come and see what I'm about. Once they were in Jerusalem, riding on the back of a donkey, people laid their cloaks on the floor for them to walk over. This was something that was only done for royalty. They waved palm branches, something again only done to celebrate victory. These people knew he was fulfilling the Old Testament prophecy from Zechariah 9 verse 9. 
Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble and riding on a donkey's colt. Jesus did not come as a warring king on a horse or in a chariot, but as a gentle king on a donkey's colt, bringing a message of reconciliation and peace. He was being very intentional here. He chose the time, he chose the place, and he chose the mode of transport. Family is messy and loud. There can be disagreements and differences in opinion. I think of Jesus' family, his disciples. They were an odd bunch, a mixed bag of strangers brought together by him, a bit like church. An educated tax collector, a liar and a deceiver, a bunch of lowly fishermen, argumentative brothers, a woman, an intelligent scholar, zealots, and a guy who seriously doubted. Yet these were his family. The people in the crowds during Jesus' triumphant entry were all sorts of Jews, rich and poor, educated and uneducated, and they gathered together to celebrate the Passover, something that they had in common. I think every one of us can identify with at least one of these people. And so we are welcomed into his inner circle and we can then invite other people to join too. Easter is arguably the biggest celebration we share in the Christian church. The Lamb of God, slain for all on the cross and resurrecting three days later. Death could not and cannot hold him. Jesus invited the donkey owner and everyone else attending the Passover celebration in Jerusalem to trust him and to follow him just by walking down the street. But remember, this same crowd calling Hosanna, long live the king, celebrating and shouting in anticipation, were the very same crowd who later in the week shouted crucify him because he was different to what they expected. He willingly invited, knowingly invited, these very people to journey with him, despite knowing that they would fall at the last hurdle. He invites us all, issues, burdens and baggage to be a part of the journey and so we have to do the same. William Temple said this, the church is the only society that exists on earth for the benefit of those outside its walls. So who will you invite? How will you welcome them into the celebration? Let's use this time where people can come to church or join Alpha from the comfort of their homes to reach out and welcome people in.